disclosure before our show. This show is to inform you. Our objective is to get you the information. This show is not intended to go head-to-head with big companies. We're just going to get that sponsorship right out of the way, right out of the gate. Remember, if you want to be a sponsor, just get a hold of us. We're on all the social medias. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a private message. Get a hold of us. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. What's What's up, what's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. I'm Jewel, the daughter. And And you're you're listening to What the the F is Ladylike. For decades, companies poisoned every household. What's even worse, the EPA had the documents for 18 years. dive in this week I just want to say if you're the first time finding us welcome and Jewel guess what we have a new country listening to us holy cow which country we got England oh we got the fancy country of England welcome and also thank you also we got New York New York started listening to us Ooh, I like New York. I've always wanted to go to New York. Yeah, me too. Maybe once this COVID stuff is over, we can take a little journey over there. It'd be fun. And I also want to drop this before we start this show. We have listeners in Australia, and I just want to welcome you. And I'm happy that you're in our community. I don't know what's up with that puppet master of Facebook, but you are always welcome here. Always. Always, we love you. <laughs> so you know, we had a couple uh, events uh, that that kind of just happened on uh, February eighteenth. Mm-hmm. We dropped this. Uh, I don't know. I call it. It's like you know what we got on Michael Thomas, baby Michael Thomas, when he was a baby. It, Something that we got from like a Radio Shack and our little little remote control car is what it reminded me. And we dropped a big one that looked like a it's, a. it's a rover, I think. Yeah. Well, I was looking at that loop over and over and over again that they were doing. Yeah. But we're there. On Mars. On Mars. Yay, yay, yay. Man, and the other thing is, ooh, nobody is prepared in America for these disasters. What I'm really referring to is the change in the climate has changed. So people like from Portland to Texas, we're just not prepared at all. Yeah, typically here in Portland, and any of my fellow Portlanders can probably back me up on this, it rains pretty much 80% of the year here. And it'll be sunny. 
and then it'll be raining the next two seconds and we'll be like all right thanks portland thank you here we weren't prepared no we don't get uh freezing temperatures like that and we some places got hit with a lot of snow but in our area to uh mostly we got hit with ice like freezing rain and then it would freeze and our trees oh man the trees around here could not hold up and it was terrifying it, it was like it was a war between mother nature and our our house there for a second yeah, and uh, us and our neighbors, we just had to kind of bind together and uh, kind of be each other's strength and kind of get each other through it because it was very hard. And even some of our neighbors had to leave because it was getting too cold for them. It was not It was not a safe, safe time. No, it wasn't. And, you know, I know that they said on the news that, you know, we were, we didn't get the news, so I don't even know. Um <laughs> They were like, you know, our area was in a state of emergency, but we didn't get, we didn't see any help. I mean, everything that happened uh, for the first, I don't know how many days, uh, we all did as a community. Yeah, I think it was kind of, we just had to help each other out. We didn't get, you know, help from the state or really, we just got to help, you had to help your neighbor. You had to be a good, kind person and be helpful. Right, right. And then, and unfortunately, right after we got hit with our tragic storm, then Texas, Texas, and all these other states are getting hit. And but Texas, oh my gosh, they they were definitely their homes were not prepared for the weather they got. Well, let let me just tell you, in our area, down to the gas stations were closed. Hmm. The grocery stores, the grocery stores didn't have power, and they had to throw away food. Yes, all the food went bad. At first, they just closed off where you couldn't shop in the freezer and fridge sections. And then all of a sudden, now all the food's gone. No more food. Yeah, so Jewel Jewel and I have to go venture out of, (laughs) to go out of our location to even get food, which we did. There was a couple things also. We used our barbecue. Yeah. The only way we were able to cook, because we don't have any gas appliances, uh, we had to use our grill. And we were smart. We used it outside. That is the proper way, is to use your barbecue outside of your home. Yes. Yes. Do not try and use it inside to warm yourselves up, guys. One of Jewel's friends, which she's going to talk about here in a second. Yes, uh, I am. Um, let us borrow a generator, a gas generator, which provided us heat um, yes. the best that we could. Yes. And it was also providing us to charge some things so that way we can communicate with each other when we weren't around each other. Right. Which was super helpful. But we... But at the uh, uh, just, you know, before we go any further, I want to make sure we use that gas generator outside peeps we used it outside and you face it away from your home you make make sure where the gas is coming out you face it away from your home so let's just go over a little quick list here make sure we have candles make sure you have food that you can cook on a barbecue make sure you have something to um be able to cook like briquettes um Something of that nature. If you have, you know, your camping cooking gear, 
that would be great. Um, what, what, what other things are key out there, Joel, that pops to your mind? Lots of blankets. Yeah, so I was watching something, and there was a couple things that I didn't know that were very helpful to prepare with. They have battery-operated lights, and also probably storing up on batteries is a good thing because a lot of things that you can get can be ran off of batteries, which is nice because then you don't have the danger of having to be running on gas always. And so there's battery-operated lights, so lamp lights are always good to have because we did not realize how few of lights things we had when we ran out of power. We had to use candles and we had, oh, what are those called? They're the oil lamps and mm -hmm. we, that's all we had and it was very few light and we had to try and use our flashlights from our phone. So I definitely think battery operated lights are good. I am, there's the, what you were saying, the camper stuff. So probably like a propane uh, operated stove thing, camper stove, or is probably a good thing to have a couple of those because then that way you can cook pretty much a lot of things on that. You can have regular pots and pans on there and cook just right outside your home. Yeah. yeah. And the thing that was a bummer for us was um, we have a fireplace, but a tree had fallen over the top of it. So we unfortunately could not use our fireplace. So if you do have a fireplace, make sure you are stocked up on wood and you're using your fireplace properly. And that I think those are the key things and making sure you have shelf foods that are going to be good and last for a little while. Right, right. You know, it's so important to make sure that you're safe out there too and know that nobody oh, is going to be coming for you. Um, <laughs> you're. It's going to be up to you to make sure that you have the sense to do these things. It's pretty scary. Um, but it's true. But we, we survived. We did it. Yay. We did. We did with the help from my friend and our neighbors and just us sticking together, being together. I mean, it wasn't easy. We were out of power for almost a whole week. And yeah. having two children during that, oh my goodness. Yeah. Right? Especially nowadays when everything's kind of run off of electricity and electronics. Mm -hmm. That was that was a reality check, I think, for me and Simon as parents and then also the children, too. And I, I was kind of shocked, like, you know, not being able to get gas for yeah. the generator. That was crazy. Yeah, that was really hard, too, trying to find places that were still having power because a lot of places, even the gas stations, they were running out of gas, so they would just close. Yeah. And, and the trucks couldn't get to them to fill their gas up. So that was that was pretty scary. Yeah, I, I really would love to give a special message to my friend Doug. And I want to shout out his Twitch account. He, if any viewers are into gaming like me, video gaming... I have a perfect, he's perfect to watch. He is energetic, he's fun, he's funny, and he's super nice, and he's welcoming to anybody. Uh, you can find him on Twitch, and his name is Pink Mist 76 
And yeah, he's really fun. I think you guys should definitely check him out. And he saved our life, man. He did. He did. And without him, I owe him a thousand thank yous. And from me, too. <laughs> he was worried. He was worried about the babies. He was. He was. It's good to have friends like that. Yes. Good, good, genuine friends. Yeah. So our topic this week, it's going to be hard for us to um, just get right through it. And so there's going to be some scary parts, but we want to make sure that um, we talk about it. And we also want you to know before we start this, um, we are we do see the topics that you guys want us to talk about and we will get through all of them. Um, and I have the list, so we will be getting through all of them. And thank you for messaging us the ones that, you know, you would like us to talk about. So we will get through all of them. Yeah, guys, with your guys' help, it makes us be better podcasters. And we're a community, and we want to make sure, you know, like what the topic that we're going to be talking about today, that we are informing you. Yes. Um, so... We're just going to dive right in. Okay, let's do it. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about Teflon. It's a brand name. I'm sure a lot of our viewers have probably heard of Teflon. Hopefully. Yeah. It was accidentally made. Um, it was accidentally made by Roy Plunkett in 1938. He worked at du it's DuPont, right, Joel? DuPont. I believe it's pronounced DuPont, yeah. Yeah. So these group of men made a man-made chemical coating. We did, we've been researching this, Jewel, for like, I don't know how long now? I think a couple months. I think a couple months now. Yeah, and I've only been really diving into it for like a couple weeks, like three weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, you know, we... We feel how important this information it is to get out to as many people as possible. Yeah, because there may be some people who are not aware of this situation. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna. There's a bunch of a lot of scientific uh, words that they use that we're just gonna give you the abbreviations for because let me tell you. I can't say it. <laughs> can you say it, Joel? I mean, I can try my best, you guys. So, so we're gonna we're gonna try. So this man-made chemical was used for resistance for gas used to develop the atomic bomb during the World War II. Now, shh, 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 shh. this was a secret. We weren't supposed to tell anybody, <laughs> right, Joel? <laughs> well, we know now, guys. So, haha, ha, on you guys. Right. So, Teflon, it, the abbreviation that we're going to be using is called PTFE. PTFE. And it's a long word. DuPont trademarked Teflon for the use of new products. What were those ingredients, Joel? They were four of them, right? Yeah. So, the four ingredients, and I'm going to try my best to pronounce them. And you guys can look them up yourselves. But the four ingredients that is used to make Teflon is fluorospar, 
hydrofluoric acid, chloroform, and water. And just just so you guys know, yeah, you guys heard me right. That is chloroform. Chloroform is in that ingredient. Okay? Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So DuPont was having a problem. Um, so it was getting a little expensive. So they were trying to find a cheaper way to make this Teflon. And they had trademarked it. They were going to make all these amazing products out of it. You know, it was water resistant. It wouldn't break down. Um, all this fun stuff. I mean, this was like a magic seal, you know, mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they started purchasing from 3M and they bought and they bought and it was P-F-O-A is what 3M's product name was for that chemical. So I had to do a bunch of research on this. And when DuPont started using that in the 1960s, they started introducing it into the households. The wifeys, they were like, oh dear, you see in this magazine, I got, I got, look at this new, it's going to be quicker, it's not going to stick, it's not going to do all of these things. And of course, you know, the, the husband's going to come in and go, well, dear, yes, I oh, want yes, you to be baking. Oh, yes, of course, dear, yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to make, so that way you can cook my food quicker and blah, 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 blah. I mean, just imagine, like, I love Lucy days. <laughs> it yes. was amazing, right? This this magic, it was magic. It didn't stick. Didn't stick. So it didn't stick in the pots and pans, um, your cookie sheets, your muffins, anything that you were, any type of cookware. Yeah. It was amazing. Right, Joel? I mean, it was amazing to the people who were blindly not knowing what they were putting inside of their bodies. Yep, yep. Unfortunately. But little did everybody know, DuPont was poisoning every household. Every single one. And of course that money was rolling in. And they were getting rich. Oh, as long as they're getting paid. Yeah, That's all that matters. Have, gotta have, don't care about those people, right? Yeah, don't you don't care about a bunch of thousands of people dying what, or getting sick, whatever. Mm-hmm. They continue to push it out. They continue to push it out. And this toxic man-made chemical, by 1970s, this company knew about how toxic it was in 1970. So let's just recap. You got... 1938, it was accidentally made. 1944, we were trademarking that sucker to make sure we had the most amazing products. 1960s, we were having it in our household. 1970s, guess what? They knew. They knew how toxic it was. It was in thousands of products. It was in water-repellent clothes. It was in a foam 
that firefighters would use to put out fires. It was in nonstick pans. The chemical does not break down in the earth. And when it, it's consumed in your bloodstream, it accumulates in your blood and it doesn't ever go away. You can't detox this. Yeah, and it doesn't just affect, um, so when you're saying the earth, you are basically meaning every living thing, meaning a plant, meaning any farm animal, any wildlife animal, it, your water, all your food that's growing. So you have, I mean, it's everywhere. Right. So the different things that it was causing, I think um, they were at this time, the manufacturing companies, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, because you would know about this a little bit more than me. Manufacturer companies, they used to call it Teflon flu, right? Teflon flu, mm -hmm. and they were getting sick, and they would call it that. You know, the people that would work around it, yeah, there they was a couple sick. workers that worked at DuPont that were getting sick, some of them being male. And then there was also a couple females who were working there, getting, and they got pregnant while they were working there. When they gave childbirth, their children came out with birth defects. And it wasn't where they were like every other. It said it was back to back from all of the people who worked there that got pregnant. Their children were born with birth defects. But these employees, they loved where they worked, right? And they defended where they worked a lot of times, right? Um, I think some of them did. But then when they were figuring stuff out for themselves, I think they were getting pretty upset. There, but there was, there, was, there was quite a few people, though, who were fighting for Teflon, though. Mm -hmm. So the different types of symptoms that would come from it accumulating in a human body would be uh, cancer, uh, damaging your immune system, uh, injuring your liver, your spleen, your bone marrow, increasing your cholesterol, and putting your heart at risk. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, and one of the scariest things is the location of where <clears throat> some of the stuff was getting dumped. They're all of their uh, chemical waste that was getting dumped in some of these towns that people were drinking their water and their mouths were turning black. Yeah, and it was it was rotting hard. It was yeah, and it it looked like it was rotting its their teeth. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty scary on that. Yeah, it really was. So when Dupont. Um, uh, start purchasing um, from 3M, PFOA, they internally named it C8. So C8 and PFOA is one in the same product. So when, if you do your own research, it took me a minute to figure out and connect those dots. I had to go, okay, what was the C8? What is this? What is that? And they're one and the same. It's just they named it within DuPont C8. And that is one of the key con components to create the, the Teflon. C8 is in hundreds of companies manufacture it. It's not just 
you know, one or two. It's hundreds. Mm -hmm. um, this magical, toxic, nonstick cookware is a disaster. It's just a disaster. And, you know, we don't mean to scare you. We mean to just educate you guys. I mean, yeah, guys. I mean, you, you guys have to be... This is like so kind of like if you go to the doctor and nothing's getting done you have to be your own advocate right so you were trusting you know these people these people that are higher up but in reality you have to think about it how can you trust them you can only trust the people you're surrounded really with because the government is saying that this stuff is safe for you guys right and it's not it, it is hurting people yeah, let's talk about Warren Guy here for a second, Joel. Warren Guy, he was a researcher for the University of Florida. He's a very smart guy. Um, in 1975, 1975, he found Teflon in his own blood. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of research and a lot of results and he even re in 1995 he alerted the companies so remember that date 1995 they alerted 19 1975 I mean, 1975 yeah thank you and i'm not going to cut that out it's going to stay in that show <laughs> 1975 they alerted M3 knew and DuPont knew by this time. And wasn't it a result of yeah, Teflon and Scotchgard? It was Teflon and Scotchgard. And it was crazy how he found it, but yeah, it was Teflon and Scotchgard. And as the years went by, they knew, they knew that all the people in the U.S. had this crap running through their veins. Everybody, man. But thanks to the Red Cross, they, they took uh, blood samples, which is probably illegal, but we're not, we're, 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 we're not going to focus on that right now. They took blood samples from everybody who gave blood, and they did their own analysis, and that's how that's how Warren Guy found out that it was everywhere. It was, it was in everybody's bloodstream. Mm -hmm. Now, guess what? Did the company start selling, stop selling it then? What do you think? Uh, heck no, because they wanted to make their money. Like no. selfish people they are. They're like, no, no, no. We're not going to stop selling it. 3M continued to start, you know, continued to sell it to DuPont and other companies, other companies, yeah. And the re the results were all over the place. They're in the food chain by now. Now it went from fish to humans, but guess what? Shh, we're gonna hide this. We're not gonna tell anybody this bad. We're not gonna. Not at all, Hanjil. We're gonna dump it, aren't we? Aren't we gonna dump this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's 
that's the right thing to do, right? I mean, I have never been one to like to keep secrets from people, and I care about my listeners. Right. It's just crazy to me that all this time goes by, all this time, and nothing. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It's really honestly sad that people could be more selfish to make money and not not think that mm-hmm. it's bad to be harming other people just to get ahead. Right. I just think that's so disgusting. So by the ni- 1990s, they found it in goats. The goats were passing it off to their offspring through their milk. They were passing it off to their little babies through their milk. The manufacturer companies have it all around their grounds, like Joel said, in the drinking water. You know, as we started discovering, like, the eagles, the wild eagles, it was in their blood. They were dying. It was in the wildlife. But don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Teflon was not losing any money. By this point, DuPont was making a billion dollars a year in profit just off Teflon. So don't worry. Don't worry. They were making their money. That's insane to me because to me, what they're doing is something so criminal. And I feel like a lot of people get in trouble for things. And that is they're getting covered up and hiding over their money. They hide themselves behind their money. Behind their money. That's, That's right. Plainly, what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not cool. Not cool. It just pisses me off. It went four decades. Four decades, you guys. That they hid and they covered up this. And yet, 3M always the whole time denied and denied and covered it up and DuPont knew and they were killing people. It's horrible. Right? Just breaks my heart. By 2000, M3. Now let's do that math real quick. So what did I say? They were alerted by 1975, because I screwed up on that date, 1975, right, Joel? Yes, so 1975. Yeah. So by 2000, guess what? M3 had to give to the EPA hundreds of documents. Hundreds. I mean, they came rolling up in there with, like, hundreds of documents Kabam. That they withheld. That they withheld. So here you go. Here's this information. You read it all. Right? Pretty much. much. Mm Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? Why don't you tell them what happened, Joel? The EPA had these documents for 18 years as the toxic chemical spread to the groundwater and then drinking water, families, animals, plants, and the food system. Where they remain today. Bam. Where are they? How is that okay? 
oh, it's okay. It's okay. They're a billion-dollar profit company, Jewel. And I got to tell you something. I went deeper than that. I went deeper than I found out that 3M is a public-owned business. Tell me that some bullshit. It is bullshit. I I don't see how people could basically be stomping on other people to get their get get to the top. So I I tried to figure out who these who these fucking shale holders were so I could just get these names. But of course, they kind of hid that crap from me. This pisses me off, man. So, you know, Europe, they were kind of like ahead of the game. They banned the chemical in um, 2008. You know, the U.S. is always behind, man. <laughs> the U.S. can never get the fucking shit together. Uh, but the U.S. didn't ban it until 2014. That was like 76 years after that chemical was invented. It's a long time to have a, that lethal chemical mm -hmm. out there but you guys it's okay because you know DuPont 3M they got sued DuPont had to pay in 2017 671 million in settlements a whole whopping 671 million yep because that's worth people's lives. In 2018, 3M, the ones that fought the whole flipping time, saying, oh, no, 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 it's safe. It's so safe. It's so safe. They had to settle for $850 million. You know, they could kiss my motherfucking ass, both companies. That's the way I feel. Because that's basically just shutting people up. Because that's basically what they're saying to us. You can kiss my ass. I'm a billion-dollar yeah. company. And I'll just pay my way through all these troubles. It would, ugh, it's so disgusting. And sorry, all of you people. I'm just not that ladylike, so I will say it. I will say it. And that's why we are here. We care about you guys, and we care that you guys get this information. We do. And we get pissed off. And we're not very ladylike about it. But we're gonna I think because we get passionate about it. We get really passionate about our topics. We do. We do. And we care. We care so much. Joel cares so much about people that somebody didn't have power the other day. And she's going to cry because she knew what it felt like, you know. I really, I'm that type of person where I dive into other people's feelings or feelings that they aren't feeling. And I'll feel them for them. And it's not a good habit. But yeah, I definitely, I care a lot about people. And the fact that these people do not care about other people is just, it is, that's what I have to say is it's disgusting. It is so inhuman. And these people do not deserve to be in business. <laughs> Meal exchange, give change, take change, 
make change. Do you think we got people who like playing bingo? They should. I love playing bingo. I love playing bingo. I got a perfect opportunity for them. What is that? And it is something awesome that you can do. It is an event to raise awareness and money for meal exchange. And you get to play bingo at the same time. Oh, right on. Yeah. And you can find it at mealexchange.com. It is M-E-A-L-X-C-H-A. N-G-E dot com. It's the Bingo XOXO. And they give out prizes. Oh, yeah. And you're doing it for a great cause. That's right. Let's feed some people. Let's feed some strangers. Yes, please. You guys checking out our boy Jesse Sponberg over at urbansurvivorman.com? If not, I highly recommend it. He's got our favorite morning show, Coffee and Bong Hits, Monday through Friday. He has Strange Game on a Volcano going on every Thursday. Check it out. Oh, and he's got some new, fresh merch. Gotta get that merch. Check him out. that music getting tiresome? Do you need some fresh new music and beats? Check out Comeback Karma. Liven things up a bit. He's on Instagram. Check him out today. Get a hold of him today. Let's liven things up a bit. Do it. to remind you if you like what you're listening to please like comment share subscribe and please leave a review thank you And I want to remind you that at one point we were unaware of this information too. And we, as we were learning more and more about it, we needed to do something about it for ourselves mm-hmm. and our family. And yeah, so, and so the measures and the things we did and what we thought was the best thing was just, you know, getting rid of all of it. And that's what we did. We got rid of all of our pans that had Teflon or we had any stainless steel coating. And we started doing our research on what were those best pans that were the healthiest and safest options for our family. And I do have a list of that for you guys. And that list is 
stainless steel, cast iron, solid ceramic, ceramic coated, porcelain, glass, titanium, and carbon steel. But with also doing more extensive research, um, the best pans that I prefer would be a more ceramic because those ones don't tend to leach. And if you guys don't know what leaching means is when you're cooking your food at a certain temperature, at a high temperature, th- what your, the stuff your pans are made with is going to be going in your food. So if you have an aluminum pan that is coated with aluminum, you're going to be getting more aluminum in your food. And I know it's okay to have some of this stuff in your body, but just to be aware of that, that step, stuff is going to be going into your food and you guys will be consuming that. And that's why I prefer the ceramic pans and also there's ceramic uh, pots. There's ceramic uh, little tins that you can find. And you guys just have to look at the backs of them and then also just look it up and it's easy to do. We found one that was made out of stone, which is under the um, ceramic classification. So we... I like the stone and the ceramic ones the best. And you would think that they would stick, but it actually doesn't stick. And they're really, um, they're really great to use and easy to clean, right? It's not like if you were to use a cast iron or something like that where it's difficult to clean. Yeah, and I would say we've been using them for probably since the beginning of this year now. And... I have not had any issues, and we cook every day, all day in this house. So um, we were actually pleasantly surprised and fell in love with some of these pots and pans. Jill, on your research, do you remember copper? People were using copper, and we had a copper one, but we got rid of it. Was was that one, like, So again, yeah, so along with aluminum, you can have some sort of copper amount and whatever in your body. And it's was there was research found that some people who were having those drinks, those Moscow mules in the copper drinks, you know, the copper cups, I, they don't know if it was from the alcohol. I mean, I have not done my research on the, the right. copper particularly, but they think they were finding that they were getting copper into their bodies from that. And I mean, that I mean, I think that's a preference for people on if you care about what goes into your body or right. not but uh i think yeah. i prefer to not have any sort of weird chemicals going into my body by choice so i mean i don't know i don't i don't think i would go the copper route but i would mm-hmm. also say that it is okay too yeah and when we disposed of them we did not take them to goodwill or anything because we didn't, I didn't want that on my conscience. But then at the same time, like, what do you do with them? Like, what do you do with the pans? And I don't know, because they can't break down. Right. And they're going to get in the ground. So no matter what I was going to do at this point, I was going to fail at this. You know, it was either going to go to the dump and be in the ground or go to the goodwill and and somebody else could be tainted. Right. But I think your heart was in the right place because you were mainly concerned about 
people going and buying them and using them. You know what I mean? And I think you throwing them away, you were like, okay, maybe, you know, people aren't going to get to it, you know, and that's, I think that's fine too. Yeah. So I kind of went back and forth about it because, you know, I went the route of throwing it away, which wasn't the best, you know, decision, but but, what what the hell was I going to do at that point? Right. Right. You guys can do your research on this and it's, it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah, I mean, just by simply looking up what are the safest pots and pans to use, just looking that up, guys, and you click on any of the articles, it is going to discuss and talk about what we are talking about. You don't even have to look up DuPont. You don't even have to look up the C8. You don't, it, it's going to tell you. And to be aware of this is a good thing. You, because I don't, I don't know, because this company is still out there. Yeah, and they're still making stuff. I they're took a still, picture today. They are still making it. When we were actively shopping for new pots and pans, I shit you not, at multiple locations, there was a lot of Teflon pans. And I was shocked and surprised. And they, don't worry, it says completely safe on the outside. Oh, yeah, it's completely safe. Yeah, yeah, I heard that one before. Right, Joel? Yeah, they replaced C8 with something called Gen X, like Generation X or Gen X. And or yes, like and that. it is going to, they discussed that in where in the articles where you can find the safest pots and pans. They, it's Gen- insane. They replaced it with a Powerpuff Girl name, Gen X. Yeah, guys, I mean, any of my fellow 90s babies, um, please tell me, when you hear Gen X, does that not sound like a reference from Powerpuff Girls? Like, come on. (laughs) Chemical X. Chemical X, A. Oh, my gosh. That's that's what it was called in Powerpuff Girls. That's what I'm saying, because you're calling it Gen X. In Powerpuff Girls, they were created by a thing called Chemical X. I didn't have enough time to dive into Gen X to even tell you if it's good or bad. But one thing is, is why, (laughs) why would, if knowing this information, why would you turn around and go, oh no, we can trust them now. We can trust them now. They, they just lied about that and hid it from us from, you know, all those years. We can trust them now. Not. I ain't ever going to trust them people ever again. Yeah, just right here, the whole Gen X. It says Gen X is a sneaky one, and there's a good chance you have it in your kitchen right now. Gen X. Was, Gen X was introduced in 2009 by DuPont as a, quote, sustainable replacement for PFOA after Teflon was deemed unsafe and began phasing out. But they didn't even, they didn't even start phasing it out right away, and that's the, no. the whole scary thing. Is even after they banned it, they didn't start phasing it out right away. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna phase it out. What? What kind of bullshit is that? We're gonna phase it out. <sighs> no, I ain't ever gonna have a product by them ever again. I don't even care if that's the best product out there. 
Not in my household ever again. Yeah, no. No, thank you. I, with everything so scary in the world, if I can try and protect my kids as much as I can right now, I that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. We recommend the, the stone and the ceramic. Um, there are other safe options out there, but that's the ones that we recommend. And yeah, those are just our personal preference. And but there is... Yeah, there is no leaching. Nothing's going on in there. And one thing is, is if you do still, you know, because you can openly talk to us about it. Well, I don't I don't want to scare anybody. But something that we found out and just so you guys know this stuff, once it's in your body, it's in your body for life. It does not go away. No, it doesn't. There is it's not coming out when you're going to the bathroom when you accidentally throw up nothing like that it is in your body for life right and it only like you said it only accumulates and it only builds up and becomes more and more right so if you can stop the use of it that would probably mm -hmm. be better um, be really great. yeah so the different things is Jill talked about leaching so let's say you had teflon and you cooked it at a certain uh, temp um it's going to go into your food and you're going to eat it. If you have a pot and pan, and I know everybody knows this, and you're, you scratch it and mm -hmm. you scratch the bottom of it, you know, you can get that into your food and you can eat it, right? I mean, we've all done yeah. it. We all know what we're talking about. If you're using a cookie sheet, a cookie sheet that is a Teflon, has that Teflon coating, which you wouldn't think, you would think it would just be in the pots and pans. But they originally were using it for, like, muffin tins to get it out, you know, the nonstick stuff. So well, uh, I want to give our viewers a challenge. So if any of you guys do, and I'm not assuming you guys have any of these, but you could because we did. I want you guys to go look at all your old pots and pans. And if you see on them, if you see on them, there's going to be, like, a fadedness to them. That fadedness... All that stuff that's faded all went into your food that you were cooking. Yep. And it's not just the cleaning because you got to think, you know, as it, if people cook at a higher temperature, that is going to uh, absorb into it. Mm -hmm. Even if you're trying to boil ster sterile water, it's not so freaking sterile. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But we do have, we did have a message from a, a viewer. We had two. I had two. For some reason, they were kind of similar. F didn't Finda sent us a message, right, Jewel? Yes, she sent us a lovely message. She put, love your show, but what really is ladylike? I mean, to answer that, I mean, you can just listen to our show. I mean, you can hear us. We we definitely do not talk in a ladylike form, and that's just like what we're about. And and if you guys are new listeners, go back and listen to our first show because we we go into what ladylike is and how mm -hmm. and kind of how how we are, man. Kind of like the day to day, ladylike things and what people assume ladylike is and it's pretty fun good listen if you, you guys should check it out 
Yep, 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 yep. And we will say every now and then how ladylike we are, how ladylike we're, we are not. And I know you guys have been asking us um, to do that. And if you guys want to know where we're, where we got our name, because I know um, you guys have been asking about that. It's in our first show, but we listened to the song by Storm Large. It was Ladylike. Mm-hmm. And we were in love with it. And that's how we got the name of our show. Her Her lyrics really spoke to us. It basically talks about women can do just as men do and nothing is going to stop us and we are always supposed to be set in this form and you're supposed to be doing one thing and that's what women are supposed to do you know what we're here to break that mold yep because <laughs> we ain't ladylike man <laughs> no i <laughs> Far, the, oh my god, I am far from ladylike. We need to make sure that we're aware, just like, uh, just like we're looking at the ingredients of our food. Um, we need to be making sure, you know, if you're vegan, you're going to be looking to see what is it. Is there any meat in there? Is there any, you know, cheese? Milk? If you're vegetarian, you're going to be looking, does it this have anything in there that's going to you need to do that same thing with your pots and pans, man. You got to be doing it with your pots and pans. You need to you need to know what you're going to be ingesting into your body. Read what it is. It can make you sick, right, Joel? Yes, it can, unfortunately. And it's just good to be aware of things that are going on just so that way you can protect yourself. And, you know, replace them if you're paranoid. If you, And there, there's ways that is um, not that expensive. Hey, and guys, we, we did not go to no fancy places. We found most of our pots and pans from department stores like Ross or TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Those are perfect places to start to look and just look at the backs of them and read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before we leave, um, if you want to become a sponsor on What the F is Ladylike, all you have to do is shoot us a message. We're on all the social medias. Get a hold of us, and you can be a sponsor right here. We would love to have you. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. Peace.
want to thank all you listeners for shooting us messages this week. It really means a lot to us. Keep them coming. Also, make sure you keep on coming with those topics. We love it. We would love to hear what you want us to talk about. What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our sound engineer is the one and only Brendan Ginn, making everything sound great. The featured music in this episode is by Comeback Karma. Song title, Cruisin'. Don't forget to like and subscribe.